time to kick off another episode of Marketing Management and Money with your hosts, Ryan Owens and Ryan Murray. We are excited about the new year and we're excited about the changes to come. If you haven't heard about those changes yet, we are looking at doing a new format with our podcast based on some feedback that we've gotten. Also, some new content that we have uh, that we'd like to throw out to you guys. And we think it's going to be really great. We hope you're excited for it. We definitely are. But for now, we are actually going to stick to a normal, familiar podcast episode. So don't don't get too <laughs> flustered just yet. There's some normalcy happening <laughs> you, right now. You built them all up to just say, I know. I know. And just kidding. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you want to know a little bit more about the changes, you can jump back. We did a short little episode describing what we're going to be doing in the new year and how that how that's going to play out through the year. But again, for now, we're just going to be looking at a normal topic and keeping it light. We are going to be looking at internal versus external cash flow and, mm-hmm. and what that means in your small business. So these aren't really terms that... No, oh, not enough entrepreneurs yeah, use these people terms. People outside of the financial side of, of business are going to be really familiar with. And so let's let's talk about first what cash flow is and then look at internal versus external cash flow and, and the different effects that they can have on your business. Yeah. And and as we go throughout this episode, so we're going to be talking in a way that is not overly common, but it's amazingly helpful for your business. Because most people, you know, cash flow. Okay. Cash flow is a very common term. But how often do you hear someone say, well, my internal cash flow is doing well, but my external cash flow could use a little bit of work. Right. Like you don't hear people talk about cash flow that way. You know, there's cash flow is cash flow, right? And I'm like, no, like there, there are different types of cash flow. There's healthy cash flow and there's unhealthy cash flow. And, you know, yeah. just, just because you have cash in your business doesn't necessarily mean that all is well. Right. And, and so... I think what uh, what I would like to do is I'd like to take just a second and just talk about cash flow in general. Yeah, yeah I think that's a good place to start. Uh, and, and then we'll we'll talk about why we why we break it out. Why into, we differentiate? Yeah. So when you're talking about cash flow, cash, I I love to think about just a dollar bill, right? If I have a dollar bill in my hand. Uh, and and I know we're going to have to go back in time to when people actually held dollar bills in their mm, hands. Right. And I was like, oh, I, I don't remember the last time I actually touched a dollar bill. But if I held a dollar bill in my hand, I either have it or I don't. Right. And to me, that's the way I like to look at cash flow. Because sales, you can have sales that aren't necessarily as tangible as holding a dollar bill. You can have profits that aren't as tangible as holding a dollar bill. For example, my profitability can go into the red. It can be negative, but I can't have a negative dollar bill. Right. I either have it or I don't have it. And and that's really the fundamentals of cash flow. Cash flow is saying, okay, at the end of the day, how much cash do you actually have that you can that you can literally hold on to? Now I get everyone's got bank accounts and it right. really is just digits on a on a you know on a computer screen or even on a mobile device. But at the end of the day, you could go to your bank and you could say, Hey, I want to pull all that cash out and, and you would you would have it. It's it's there. And Unless so, everybody's making a run on the bank. <laughs> which But that's a whole nother episode, <laughs> folks. Stay tuned, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, the idea of cash flow is to say, at the end of the day, how much 
you know, how much money in the bank do you have? How much cash are you holding on to? And think about things, you know, why do we call it flow? Well, someone might have purchased something from you, but they owe you money. If I went to the bank today, that money wouldn't be in the bank. Right. Even though I made that sale, that money's not in the bank yet. Or I owe somebody money, but I haven't paid them. That money is in the bank. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, cash flow really boils down to what's the money in the bank today? Right now, what's the money in the bank? And how does that flow in and out of the bank? Okay. So that that's what we're talking about when we're talking about cash flow. And that kind of leads in a little bit into uh, your working capital cycle and things like that. We've already talked a little bit about that on, on a previous uh, episode where we discussed the financial side of small business. Right. But uh, so if you want to if you want to get a little bit more familiar with that and the goings on of what happens in the space where you've given away these goods that you've so lovingly purchased and cared for <laughs> while they were in your possession, you've now given them away, but you have yet to be paid for said items. You know, there's there's some <laughs> I I love the poetry. <laughs> right. Like to me, it's just numbers. I'm like, just I know. get it done. And you're like, you've lovingly cared for. And, and you know, our listeners, they cannot see the goofy expression of just yeah. love that, that you the have. Harassing. Yeah, I, I'm like, it's like are, air guitar, but what are you doing over there? Air loving. <laughs> Seriously. Saucy. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All joking aside of you and your <laughs> loving cash flow and, you know, but yeah, you get into the working capital cycle. You get into, I mean, we did an episode on the inverse relationship between sales and cash. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on, but today we want to talk about this internal versus external cash flow. And so I kind of want to focus in on the cash flow. You know, I, I, I basically talked right. about how, you know, what cash flow is, what's in your bank, what's in your hand, you know, it's the tangible and it's, you know, measuring how things are flowing in and out. Well, if you think about internal versus external, okay, let's, let's start by defining internal. Yeah. I was going to say we better, we better dial it back here a little bit and, and differentiate between the two. Yeah. So internal means that it is cash flow that is generated from your business at some point that had to come from sales and the sales trickled down to profits and then the profits, you know, filtered out into actual money that went into your bank and became cash flow at that point. Now this, okay. Whoa. There's, I know there, there's, there's a lot like, and this is, I was going to say, this is, this is before, I mean, there, there's always something to do with your money, especially as an entrepreneur or as a small business owner, right? There's like, there's never enough money ever. And so it's like you, you have to kind of pause time. You have to take this snapshot and say, you know, before like you get paid and before you send any of that money out to pay employees or to pay electrical bills or pay, uh, you're, you're renting a space, you're purchasing more products or paying your vendors, what have you. Mm-hmm. This is that kind of space in between the weightless space in between where the ball reaches, you know, you've thrown a ball up in the air and it reaches its peak and it just kind of is floating there. And and this is exactly why I feel like so many entrepreneurs get confused with cash flow because as you're talking about, you're like, it's the weightless space in between. And I'm like, absolutely. Yes. I agree with what you're saying. Sounds super confusing, <laughs> yeah. but it, it boils back to if you have money in your hand or money in your bank account, it's cash flow. 
right? If you don't, it's not. And so keep it that simple. But sometimes it's hard to see where that cash, how that cash flow is moving. That, that's actually, it's yeah. a it's a very advanced skill to be able to manage your cash flow effectively well. You know, I've seen a lot of businesses that are just like, oh yeah, I do fine. And I'm like, sure, you do fine. <laughs> but then you see those businesses that like, they've got it dialed in on managing their cash flow. And it's amazing the competitive advantage that it gives them. And so internal cash flow is coming from the sales and the profits of your company. So you're making money, you're holding on to this money, and that is that is known as internal cash flow. External cash flow is that money, that, that cash that is coming from non-operating of, of your business. So this is when you are getting debts or equity, you know, and, and when I say debts and equity, I mean, think about if you're using a credit card to purchase something, right. that, that's a debt. Vendor credit is a debt. Bank loans are a debt. You know, all of those things. If you went to the bank and you got a loan for $100,000, all of a sudden you got $100,000 of cash sitting in your, you know, sitting in, in your business. Could you touch it? Yes, you could. Yes, you could. Absolutely. As soon as you sign that paper and that money is transferred, you can touch it. But did it have anything to do with the sales that happened in your company? No. Uh, did you earn it? No. Right. You know, you, you kind of merited it. Yeah. If I can say it that way. Sure. So it is cash flow, but not internal. It's it, external. It's external. Right. And if you have investors that are putting money into the business, and that's, here's one that people equity. forget about, and this is where they get confused a lot. Well, I just put my own money in. That's still external. Yeah, you're still an investor in your own company. Right. You are external. Your business is internal. So if your business is creating the cash, it's internal. If you are putting the money in, it's external. Think about it this way. At what point do you want to stop putting money into your business? Yeah. Isn't the goal to take the money out of your business? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you think of the life a life cycle of any business. Once it hits maturity and it starts to you know, come down on the other side of the, mm-hmm. the bell curve. If you're, it would be a mistake. It would be a bad idea to start pumping more and more money into this declining right business. Right. That's the point. Like you said, that's the point where you want to start reaping the benefits of all of the efforts of your labor, everything you've sown into this business. That's where you start want to want to start taking out, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And so that's known as external. So you've got internal, that's cash generated by your business, and external is cash that is put into your business. It's infused into your business from some other source, including you, the owner. Why do we care? <laughs> I mean, we, we just spent the last that's 10 minutes. That's a great question. <laughs> People are like, oh, 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 yeah. He's <laughs> The reason why we care is because of one very simple truth. Your business will never go out of business so long as it has cash flow. Right. Like, I mean, you can choose internal to, or external, right? internal or external. It doesn't matter. You can, you can choose to, you know, shut down your business, but you will never be forced to go out of business so long as you have cash flow. Yeah. You, you can go out of business with record sales. You can go out of business with record profits but you will never go out of business so long as you have cash, okay? However, internal cash flow is 100% sustainable 
external cash flow always has a lifespan to it. Right. And so if you think about the longevity of your company, if you want your company to last forever, if you have enough internal cash flow to sustain your company, you can go on forever. There is nothing that will will stop your business so long as you have enough internal cash flow to cover what you need to in your business. External cash flow, it still is cash, and as long as you have cash, you can't go out of business, but external cash flow has a lifespan. And and for me, it's really comforting to know that your your cash flow or a substantial portion of your cash flow is coming from the internal, it's your internal cash flow. That's a right? healthy business. It is. That doesn't mean that that's the only way to do it or necessarily even the right way to do it. It totally depends on what stage of life your business is. Right. Right? Like, so if you're this... If you're this self-funded entrepreneur and you're working a minimum wage job trying to start up this side business that you're working on, if you have some revolutionary idea or something that absolutely could take the market by storm, is it the right choice? I'm going to say no, but is it the right choice to try to self-fund this thing? Mm-hmm. No. Or or expect it to, to have only... Um, or only be supported by the, its internal cash flow. I'm going to say no. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's that's the point in time where you, you know, if, if your business is to the point in its life where it's like ready to scale, pump money into it, start dumping those dollars into it and milk that period for everything it's worth, mm-hmm. right? You see this all the time in businesses that they have that pivotal moment in, in history where they make a change to the world that we live in and all of a sudden they have built something massive and huge, but only because they've been able to infuse capital into it. Right. Had they relied on, you know, had Mark Zuckerberg relied on his own internal cash flow of college students <laughs> signing up for his <laughs> Facebook service, it wouldn't be what it is today. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he went years, I believe it was about a oh decade. Yeah. I was going to say that, uh, that he was not profitable, losing money and... Well, not only not profitable, but continually being replenished with external cash flow. Right. Yeah. I love the examples that you're giving there. And I want to hone in on a couple key words that really, to me, are, are very pertinent in understanding what's going on here. When you talk about internal cash flow, you're talking about sustainability. Right. And if sustainability is your goal or your stage, because, you know, you've mentioned several times the, uh, you know, the, the life cycle of a business. Yeah. If, if you're in a sustainable stage, if you're at mature or decline, then you want internal cash flow. That's, that's the type of cash flow you want in your business. But you used several words about, um, you know, scaling up, growth. Yeah. Those are external cash flow words. Right. And so think about your business and say, all right, my business today, where am I? Am I in growth? If I am in growth, then I want external cash flow. If I am in maturity or decline, then I want internal cash flow. Now, you typically are going to have a little bit of a balance of both. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not like you're you're going to be, you know, okay, because we are in a mature phase, we are going to cut off all vendor credit. Yeah. 
because that's external cash. No, yeah. that's a stupid thing to do. I know we're in insane amounts of debt, but we will only be sustained by <laughs> what we can generate. It doesn't always make sense. Yeah, and, right? and, and so, you know, don't, don't take what we're saying as absolute. This is yeah. always, you know, what we're talking about is we're talking about Understanding the stage that you're in, understanding how to play that correctly. For those chess players out there, you know, oh, uh, baby. like you've got your opener, your mid game, and your end game, and you play them differently. But you'll see chess masters that, you know, you're never supposed to uh, put your queen out in your opener. You know, queen is more of a mid game, end game piece. But you'll see chess masters that they'll lead with their queen and, you know, they'll do a, a fantastic job of, you know, playing that game. The same thing here. It's like if you know what you're doing, if you understand what you're doing, go ahead and, and do it. But if you keep running up against problems and you're just like, why is this not working for me? Then understand that, you know, if, if, if I'm not, if my business is not growing, I shouldn't be going after external cash flow. And, and I see this when a business is in decline and they are starting to take out massive loans to just try and survive. Yeah. It's like, Oh, scary. Right. Because whose credit is that, you know, like your creditors are going to come after you. And so when I see a business, I'm like, don't go after growth funding if you're not in a growth stage. Right. Don't go after it just because it's there. And and so, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of timing with your cash flow that really matters. And here's the other interesting thing. And I apologize. I'm kind of. It's okay. Ooh, this is your space. <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on. We've talked about the uh, business life cycle, but think about business seasonality because that's just a mini cycle within sure. the business. Okay, so if I am entering a growth period for my season, then growth merits outside cash flow, external right. cash flow. But if I'm in a decline, you know, if I'm coming to the end of my peak season, I better be relying on internal cash flow. And, and I need to understand that there's seasonality. I'm not always in growth, you know, I'll go right. up and then I go down and then I go up and then I go down. And if I'm not altering my cash flow objectives, my uses of cash during that seasonality, then I'm starting to get myself in trouble. I'm using the wrong type of cash flow in my business. Right. One thing that I want to mention that I think is super important to this piece of the conversation is you also need to use the understanding of where your business is in terms of whether it's in a growth phase or a decline phase, whether that's seasonal or just your general business mm -hmm. lifespan. You also need to use that to plan for these periods where there's the in-between, right? Like if you're if you're a ski resort, your season is between October and April, Mm -hmm. If you're lucky, right? <laughs> yeah, that's and a pretty healthy season. Yeah. There. Here in Utah, you know, we get a lot of snow. We get a lot of really great snow. And so that's still a healthy season. It sure is. But oh yeah, that's true. I'm thinking. Never mind. November to <laughs> yeah. no, no, November to April is typical. Yeah. So anyway, you also need to plan for. Um, so you, you're ramping up in in those months where you're selling season passes right before the season begins and, and whatnot. And people are coming to you to, I don't know, maybe they're getting their gear fixed before they go for the first time at your shops or, and what have you. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So that's kind of your ramp up period. But then you have this down period where it's like people start coming less toward the end of the season. The snow isn't as good. And so again, people are coming less. People aren't usually utilizing your, your, your shop services anymore. People aren't investing in season passes at that point. So you have that decline period, but then you have this period between the end of April or April somewhere clear through the end of October again, Mm -hmm. where it's just this down period. And so if there's anything going on in your business during those months, you have to also plan for those expenditures, right? And that affects your cash flow. Absolutely. You know, I love that you're bringing it into kind of the actual. Uh, I, you know, you said, sorry to cut you off. I'm like, no, it's healthy to cut me off. Sometimes <laughs> I get a little bit theoretical. Yeah, that's uh, all right. You know, but you're talking about a ski resort. And I'm like, okay, not too many uh, small businesses are going to own ski resorts, but how many of them are retailers that, yeah. okay. January and February are not great months for, you know, for retailers. retailers. And right. and so it, that might be your down season that, that you need to plan for yeah. appropriately with, with the cash flow. And if you're right. not managing that, if you're not understanding whether you should be using internal or external cash flow during those slow months... Sure. You know, uh, maybe you are, uh, I I was going to say, maybe you're a restaurant that uses the in season local foods that are available to you to create your menu. Right. I've, I've been to a few places like that and there are definitely, you know, during the winter months, it's like, well, we got potatoes and onions (laughs) and that's about it. So you want strawberries? Nah, forget about it. I, I used to do this uh, food co-op. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, what it was is they it was this food co-op. You just paid a, a flat rate. I don't remember what it was. It was you know like twenty five bucks a week or something like that. And okay. they they would deliver this box oh, yeah, of yeah. Uh, farm fresh, yeah. locally grown. Well, Produce. you know, here I am in Utah where the growing season is not amazing. Right. And uh, I remember uh, the first box that I got in uh, March was like seven different varieties of lettuce. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm looking at this and I'm like, I guess lettuce is in season early in Utah. Nothing else is. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. I, sorry, I just, I just thought of that, uh, but it was... It was, well, it was wonderful come September. Yeah, but case in point, right? Like, do you really, so that business, do you really think that their subscri- members? subscriber members, yeah, their memberships are going to be increasing during those months? I highly doubt it. Right. You know, they're going to be increasing in the in the first months of, of spring and, and summer, mm-hmm. and then they'll see this decline, right? So yeah. it's the same thing. And you, and you need to use that, what we've been talking about, the internal and external cash flow to your advantage to grow when the getting's good and to play it safe and start to plan, start to stow stuff away for mm-hmm. those months that you're in decline or that you are not seeing growth or decline, right? Yeah. That you just kind of need to ride out and you've got to make your cash last for three months where you're kind of really not making anything. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and I want to, I want to wrap up with this final note or this final thought. And, and that is, it's kind of what you're talking about here. You know, we talk about the seasonality and you can't, you can't understand cash flow without understanding your business's season. And every business has a cycle. And if you don't understand your, you know, your peaks and your ruts, 
then you're never going to understand your cash flow. Well, there's a counterintuitive piece to all of this, and that is when things are going great, you should already be thinking about when things aren't going great. Exactly. And, you know, I see some of these uh, kind of naive entrepreneurs, and and I'm I'm not trying to uh, discredit someone who, you know, like this is their, their first time trying something out, but it really is a level of naivete that they, they, when things start going up, they think, oh, it always goes up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, (laughs) it will go up and then it will go down and it will go up and it will go down. It might trend up, you know, ultimately, ultimately, but you're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. And and one of the rookie mistakes that I'll see coming from a lot of entrepreneurs is when things are trending up, 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 they start thinking that they're still in a growth phase. And, you know, I, I love that we were talking about farmer's markets because farmer's markets are real. You can't manipulate a farmer's market very much. You can manipulate right. a lot of other industries you know, uh, human beings have figured out some creative ways to kind of change things up uh, uh, away from the natural cycle of things. Yeah. But farmers markets tend to just stay a little bit true to the natural cycle of things. And so, you know, everyone knows that there are going to be times when the harvest is great and there are going to be times when there's no harvest. And and so, you know, they plan accordingly at these farmers markets. And so in your business, you need to look at this. And you need to say, hey, you know what? The harvest is great. So what am I doing to plan for the winter when there's no harvest? Because in your business, and that's just your slow season, you know, the winter represents your slow season. Right. And it's not that your business is bad because it has a slow season. It's just seasonality. It just yeah, means just that, the way it is. yeah, things go up, things go down. And so uh, the, the final note that I want to uh, leave our listeners with is to just say, understand your season, learn when it's going to be slow, think ahead, look ahead with what your cash flow is, because cash flows usually cycle, you know, 60 days, 90 days. And so if you're only looking two weeks ahead and you've got a 60 day, you know, cash flow cycle, you're not, you're not on top of it. Does not compute. <laughs> right. And, and so turning it off and on again won't work at that point. <laughs> So, so take some time. Uh, you should be sitting down with your management team. You should be talking about cash flow, and uh, you know that should be a regular thing, at least quarterly, even monthly would be smart um, to make sure that you're staying on top of it. It really will make a huge difference in the success of your business, and uh, and yeah, I could just I could talk about this for a lot longer, but I'm gonna cut <laughs> it off. <laughs> you guys have been great. We appreciate you tuning in to uh, let, letting me nerd out on, uh, on a little bit of the finance side of things. That's all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.